Good morning. I'm Lisa Marzilli with the WMNF News Headlines. In a victory for voting rights, a state judge struck down North Florida's congressional district Saturday, rebuffing Governor Ron DeSantis's open defiance of anti-gerrymandering protections. The Miami Herald reports DeSantis had wagered the state's fair districts amendment against the U.S. Constitution, arguing that mandatory protections for black voters violated the Equal Protections Clause. However, Circuit Court Judge J. Lee Marsh flatly rejected that argument, rendering a decision that the Herald reports could pave the way for a new Democratic district where Jacksonville black voters have more influence. The ruling could restore a district similar to the one the Florida Supreme Court ordered last decade that stretched from Jacksonville to Tallahassee, the district represented by U.S. Democratic Representative Al Lawson. The Herald notes a joint agreement between the state and plaintiffs should ensure a quicker-than-normal appeals process and potentially allow a new map before 2024's elections. Walt Disney Parks and Resorts moved Friday to narrow a federal lawsuit that alleges state officials unconstitutionally retaliated against the company. That's due to its opposition to a 2022 law that restricted instruction about sexual orientation and gender identity in schools. Margie Menzel has details. Disney attorneys filed a motion seeking approval to amend a lawsuit filed in April against defendants, including Governor Ron DeSantis. The lawsuit came after DeSantis and Republican lawmakers this year approved a bill that replaced the longstanding Reedy Creek Improvement District with the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District. Disney was closely aligned with the Reedy Creek District, while the bill gave DeSantis power to appoint members of the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District Board. Disney alleges that the change was retaliatory in violation of the First Amendment and should be blocked. U.S. District Judge Alan Windsor on Friday denied the motion to amend the lawsuit for a procedural reason, but said Disney can resolve the problem and refile the motion. For WFSU News, I'm Marty Menzel. Closer to home, several neo-Nazi white supremacist groups held two separate demonstrations in Orlando over Labor Day weekend. Creative Loafing reports that the Goyam Defense League, Blood Tribe, and the Order of the Black Sun gathered in Altamont Springs outside Walt Disney World on Saturday for an event dubbed by organizers as the March of the Red Shirts. The Anti-Defamation League's Florida chapter issued a warning advisory ahead of the event. The ADL describes the Goyam Defense League as a network of hate groups known to share content online depicting members harassing Jews with anti-Semitic slurs. The Blood Tribe is a neo-Nazi group based in Maine but attempting to gain traction elsewhere in the U.S., They're known for wearing bright red shirts and black ski masks and have been documented antagonizing LGBTQ plus rallies. The Order of the Black Sun is a small neo-Nazi network primarily based in Florida formed earlier this year. Orlando Representative Anna Escamani shared a video on Twitter of the groups marching through Crane's Roost Park chanting, We are everywhere. The group, stationed outside of Disney World Saturday, flew several swastika flags and a Ron DeSantis 2024 flag.
Former Proud Boys leader Enrique Tarrio will be sentenced today after being found guilty of seditious conspiracy in the attempted coup on January 6th. Prosecutors are seeking 33 years in prison for Tario and one of his co-defendants, Joseph Biggs of Ormond Beach, Florida. If imposed, they would be by far the longest sentences handed down in the massive prosecution of the insurrection. Recovery is still a long way off for many of the residents impacted by Hurricane Idalia. The storm made landfall Wednesday as a Category 3 at Keaton Beach, not far from Steenhatchee. Regan McCarthy visited the small fishing village and filed this report. For at least the next two weeks, volunteers will be sleeping in the Steenhatchee Baptist Church Gymnasium. Pastor Paul Nallen says many of the community members' homes were damaged, some even destroyed. The volunteers are there to help rebuild. Recovery is, you know, takes time, but it's mentally, emotionally, and physically. All of that is in effect. The church is taking donations to help purchase items like cleaning supplies, sheetrock, and tools. Nallen says many of the community members don't have property insurance. Covering the cost of recovery out of pocket could be near impossible for some. I'm Regan McCarthy in Steenhatchee. Pinellas County has been added to the list of 13 other Florida counties under the major disaster declaration, meaning residents impacted by Hurricane Edalia can now apply for FEMA assistance. Edalia made landfall in the Big Bend region of North Florida on Wednesday, but its storm surge filled the streets of Gulfport, Shore Acres in St. Pete, and several other areas of Pinellas County. Affected residents can go to fema.gov slash disaster for information on how to apply for benefits. In Lake Wales, a homicide investigation is underway underway involving a father who killed his 16-year-old son. In a press conference yesterday, Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd said Stephen Rada admitted killing his son Stephen with an angle grinder, a type of power tool used for cutting, grinding, and polishing objects. The son was living with his grandfather at the time. Authorities said Rada fled from the scene, but deputies caught him about a mile away on Highway 60. No motive for the killing has yet been determined. In weather, it's going to be sunny and warm with a high of 93 today. The same forecast is on tap for Wednesday. And the first mention of rain is a slight chance on Thursday. I'm Lisa Marzilli with the WMNF News Headlines. This is The Scoop, recorded at WMNF Tampa.